pleasure and profits, intertwined more than you might think, yet hard to pursue in a way that makes no sense when you stop to think about it. (laughs) I'm talking about the pleasure and profit paradox today. How does the pursuit of pleasure actually lead to profits? Can this even be true? I'm presenting my case for why I believe, well, in fact, I know this to be true, that when you pursue pleasure, the profits have to follow in the hope that you make pleasure more of a priority in your life and business. Let's unpick this pesky paradox, shall we? Hands up, who wants more pleasure and more profits? Me, me, I do. So let's do it. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, limitless mothers. How are you doing? Why am I kind of singing? Not entirely sure. (laughs) We're halfway through the year now. Can you believe it? Oh my goodness. This year has gone crazy fast for me. Has it gone fast for you? There's something about having a school age child that I feel just makes your years go so much faster because it's carved up into, we call them terms here. You guys might call them semesters if you're somewhere else in the world. And especially here in the UK, actually, I think one of the reasons why the school years feel so fast is because every six weeks we have a break. So you'll just blink an eye and you're at the next school break. Anyway, it's been making me reflect the fact that we're at a halfway point on how incredible this year has been so far and how excited I am for what's left to come in the next half of the year. Like, let me at it. That's how I feel. But if you're feeling like, ugh, I totally haven't achieved what I was hoping for, or if it's just been a bit of a washout, guess what? Good news. You can totally change that. It's entirely within your power to shift how you're thinking and then shift the kind of results that you're getting and have a glorious second half of the year. Don't underestimate your power to turn things around. Or if you've had a stellar start to the year, high five, but guess what? You can go bigger, more money, more fun, more time freedom. How cool is that that we get to decide? So we'd love you to just think about that now that we're at this midway point. And so thinking about more money, more fun, more time freedom, we're going to be talking about a really exciting topic today, the pleasure and profit paradox. Ooh, I love this topic. I really, really love this topic. I talk about it with my clients. It's something that I've really worked on in my own life and business. So I'm really excited to share it with you today. But ooh, before I forget, before we dig in, I must tell you about this. I'm creating a course. Yay! I'm literally so excited. Not just any course. No, no, (laughs) not going to just be a regular kind of course. This is literally unlike anything I've seen about on these here interwebs. (laughs) I don't know why I went a bit country there. And it just makes me so happy that I've kind of found this way that I'm going to deliver it that I think is just going to be so perfect for you. I don't really, I don't want to be different for different sake. Don't misunderstand me. But you might have heard me say this before. I hate it when I see people online 
creating things that they wouldn't themselves use or buy, just creating something that they think will sell. I mean, ew. (laughs) I always start with what's the outcome that I want to facilitate? How do I desperately want to serve and help my audience and the people out there that are similar to me, those mother business owners? That's you listening, right? (laughs) How can I help you? And so when I was in France recently celebrating my first 20k cash month, I knew, I just knew I have to help more women to change their money mindset. It is so foundational to everything. When you fix that, when you work on that, when you shift and rearrange your money mindset, guess what? Everything else is so much easier. Your money mindset underpins everything we do as business owners. So this course is being created as a response to what I wish I'd had. It's created as a response to what I took ages to learn and to work on and to integrate into my life and business in a way that worked for me and which I now know from all of that experience how to teach in a way that can shift and change things for you at lightning speed. And the thing that's going to be most different about this course is the delivery of it. It's entirely different to what most people are doing online because I've designed it to suit you because I know that you're busy trying to balance motherhood and business, right? We all are here because I am you, right? I'm mother and a business owner too. So this is what I wish existed for me when I was at the beginning, but it's also something that I do right now and continue to use. So I'm sharing it like all of my secrets within it. And I know what we need as mothers and business owners. So I'm making it for you. Simple as that. Anyway, I could go on about this all day because I'm just so freaking excited. But what I really need you to know is this. It isn't ready yet. I'm working on it right now. So get your buns onto the waiting list. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash money to do that. You'll find out before anyone else when it's for sale, when it goes open for enrollment. You'll get an exclusive bonus offer discount type of thing to be decided, but I will give you something. Uh, What else? Uh, Oh, and I'm also sharing snippets of behind the scenes of the course creation and the launch just to the people on that waitlist. So the ladies on the waitlist already know the course name because I told them on Friday. Should I tell you too? You ready? Okay. I feel like we need some kind of drum roll audio clip, but without one, let's just go for it. Limitless money. I mean, like, duh, I know, right? It seems really obvious when I say that, but it just came to me in a flash. I was thinking of completely different ideas. And it's so obvious because limitless mothers make limitless money, right? Yes, of course we do. So I'm so excited to teach on this subject, to teach you how to make more money more quickly. So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash money. If that's sounding interesting to you, get yourself on the wait list. So speaking of money... Let's dig in to the pleasure and profit paradox that I have observed. So this is it in a nutshell. (laughs) Having just gone on on a little excited tangent about limitless money, I'm now just going to cut straight to the chase (laughs) with the main topic today. The better we feel, the more we earn. Said another way, the more we seek pleasure, the more profits we enjoy. Well, why is that a paradox? It doesn't actually sound like one on the surface, right? Because of this, we find it so damn hard to, first of all, believe that this is even true. And second of all, we find it hard to pursue pleasure and allow the profits to just follow. Can we all just let that sink in for a minute? 
I mean, we find it hard, difficult, challenging to pursue pleasure. What? Like, seriously, what? Are we all crazy? (laughs) Quite possibly. So I want to just interject here with a quick caveat. When I'm talking about pleasure on today's show, I'm not talking about that instant, yeah, kind of empty dopamine hit that comes from, say, a mindless scroll through Instagram or overindulging in something. I'm not talking about those things that we do to a greater or lesser extent for that momentary feel-good hit, because that's the problem. It's momentary, right? It's fleeting. And more often than not, it's empty, right? So, for example, who here has also eaten way more than the recommended daily serving amount of a carton of Ben & Jerry's ice cream, (laughs) feeling like it's just so delicious in that moment, only to feel actually a little bit sick, very full, and kind of remorseful about five minutes later? Just me, tell me I'm not alone in that. (laughs) So we're not talking about that kind of pleasure today. I mean really true and pure pleasure, the pursuit of things that fill you up, that like light up your soul. When we pursue pleasure, profits follow. When we pursue pleasure actually within our business, yes, but also weirdly, when we pursue pleasure outside of our businesses, profits follow within our businesses. It's really cool, but also we find it really hard. So I'm going to examine this with you today because I really want to get you thinking about this topic because it's something that since I've been thinking about it more and more and playing with this concept, I've been seeing it to be true in more and more ways, but also I too have found it hard. So I'm going to share with you my experience and some examples to get you thinking about this and how you can be applying this to your life and business. So let's look at some examples first of how pursuing pleasure will actually result in profits. I'm going to give you three to kind of really illustrate this point. First of all, when you follow pleasure within your business, for example, what you're doing is you're more in tune with what feels good to you, which means you're more in tune with yourself, which means that you're more in tune with your inner guidance. So you make better decisions from there. Rather than feeling like this thing or that thing is going to be the answer, you know, when we're looking for answers outside of ourselves, like how can I grow my email list? How can I get the right clients in the door? Whatever the thing is, it's so easy to look at what everybody else is doing or the answers that everybody else is toting out there and telling you, this is the way, this is the magic key to the thing that you're trying to solve. I would argue that we always have the answers within us. Now, you might not know how to technically do something. And and of course, we can go and learn things like marketing theory. Yes, but I think that all of us have that inner guidance that tell us actually it would feel really good to connect with my audience about this topic or to sell this thing. And when we're too focused on what's happening around us or what other people are doing, we aren't listening to that inner guidance. And so we make decisions based on what we feel like we should be doing rather than what would feel good. Does this make sense? 
And that's where shiny object syndrome comes from, because we're looking outside of ourselves and we're hopping from thing to thing, thinking that each one is going to be the answer that we need. But if instead we could tune into what would feel good of all of these options, or maybe none of these options feel good, what will actually feel good to me? Now, Another little caveat to insert here is when I say feel good, I don't mean it would feel good because I'm avoiding doing the scary thing that's slightly outside of my comfort zone that I know I really should be doing. <laughs> I'm not, not letting you off the hook on that one. Sorry. Um, but what I mean is, is that if we could survey our options and instead of trying to pick the right one or the one that we think we should be doing, if instead we could be led by which one feels good and most exciting, it will always be the right one. Or if you're looking at all of the options available and you don't feel like any of them fit, they all feel off to you, they don't feel authentic to you or to follow them wouldn't be to remain in integrity. There is always another answer out there if you tune into what feels good. And so when you are pursuing pleasure more often inside and outside of business, then you become more in tune with what feels good and you can make better decisions if you go back to that again and again. So I want to give you an example. Um, as you know, on the podcast, I give away a free success coaching call uh, once a month to somebody who has left an amazing review. And I occasionally give away the odd free success coaching call for other things too. So I had one of these free coaching calls uh, just a couple of weeks ago with a really lovely woman. And she had a couple of different um, like arms to her business. And one of them she had enjoyed it, but it just wasn't lighting her up anymore. And she was feeling the urge to wind it down so that she had more time and more energy for the other arm of the business. And she had had two coaches tell her to just increase her prices and keep pushing them up and pushing them up, and pushing them up to effectively price those people in the first arm, the thing that she's trying to wind down, out of the market. Now, she resisted that because it just didn't feel good to her. And absolutely massive applause to that woman for not listening and to actually trusting her instinct and her gut because it can be so easy when you are paying somebody for the benefit of their experience and for their guidance and support. It can be easy to feel like you have to do 100% of the things that they do. But when something really feels off, then you shouldn't be, right? And so I said to her, well, does that feel good to you? This idea of putting your prices up. Now, I think she thought that I was going to dig in on the pricing point because if you've heard me talk about prices before on the show, you'll know that most of the time I find women undercharging. And so it is a subject that I am quite passionate about helping women to increase their prices and to get paid more appropriately for the work that they're doing. But this was a different scenario because this was actually the pricing had nothing to do with it. What she was trying to do was to wind down this one arm. So I said to her, there has to be another way. If that doesn't feel good to you, and I can f understand why, because it doesn't come from an authentic place of putting your prices up. It comes from a place of putting them up to try to price people out to put them off, which seems disingenuous, right? So I said, what would feel good to you instead? And she said, actually, just to over time pull back a little, a little reduce the hours that I was available for that thing. And I said, well, there you go, then there's your answer. Permission to trust your instinct, permission to do what feels good. And she just felt so amazing in that moment, just having that permission 
to go and do what felt good instead of what other people were telling her she should do and which fell off. So I wanted to use that as an example because it's really easy to feel like you should be doing something. And, and you know, often people will tell you this is what you need to do for your business. This is how you should do this or this is how you should do that. But if something really doesn't feel right to you, if that internal alarm system is going off and telling you, actually, this doesn't feel good, we need to be listening to that. So when we follow pleasure, it definitely brings in the profits because in this example, this woman, she now gets to follow what feels good. She gets to wind down that arm of her business in a way that feels good to her so that in the interim, while that's happening, she maintains a feel-good energy. Can you imagine if she'd gone on the pricing route, she would not have a good energy because she would be feeling really ick and gross about what she was doing there because it just fell off to her. And so now she has a plan rather than because what's been happening is she's been staying stuck because she didn't know how to get out of this scenario because she only had this one solution offered to her before and it just fell off. So now that her and I came up with this solution, she can go and it put it into practice and free up her time and energy in a way that feels good to her while it's happening and then channel that into making more profits. So that's just one example, of course, you might, you might not be in the same scenario, of course. But the point is, when you make business decisions based on your inner guidance and based on what feels good, what would bring you the most pleasure, the profits will follow because you are listening to that part of you that knows what's going to work for you and light you up. And guess what? When you feel lit up by the thing that you're doing, well, it's easier to sell that thing just as an example, right? And when you put it into action, then it's easier to show up for that plan when it came from a place of what feels good in the first instance. Is this making sense? Uh, so the second example of how pleasure leads to profits is with inspiration and creativity. So when you make time in your life and your business to feel good, you create the space to allow inspiration. And anytime you're doing something that feels good, and for no reason other than that, it feels good, then you are opening yourself up to inspiration and creativity and ideas. And guess what those things lead to? Yeah, profit. Some of my best ideas and most inspired ideas have led me to the most profit in my business, right? And I'm sure the same can be true of you. If you've had some things that have been really profitable in your business and some things that haven't been, I bet you the things that have been the most profitable were the ones that came from that place of feeling really good. And I wonder when the idea came to you, because for me, I know that when I make space in my life for something that feels good and I just spend some time doing something that feels great, that is always when I can rely on having the great ideas of where should I take my business next? How can I serve my people in a new and big and better way? How can I surprise and delight my clients? You know, all of those ideas come to me when I'm in that place of feeling good. So I get that creativity and that inspiration from feeling good. Have you ever tried to be creative when you're in a bad mood? <laughs> it's just not possible, right? Have you ever tried to feel inspired or to uh, generate ideas that are creative about something when you are feeling really frazzled and overwhelmed? It's just not possible, is it? So this is how pleasure leads to profit, right? So for example, 
As you know, I'm in this mastermind and the purpose of the mastermind is to scale our businesses to seven figures and beyond. Yay. And so, of course, as soon as you do something like that, as soon as you sign up to something like that, your brain is like, well, how? How am I going to get there? And we don't need to know all of the answers. We don't need to know the complete path. But what I wanted to do was I wanted to open myself up to some inspiration, some creativity, some guidance of what could I be doing next? And not just what can I be doing next to grow my business. I wanted to start from that place of how can I serve in a bigger and better way? How can I impact more women? Like that's where I started from. So happily, I had a spa day planned with my best friend. You might have heard me talk about this before. We went to what we call the fancy spa. And I had an entire day, no mum duties, no business duties. I made that space and time for myself. And I just knew the creativity would come flooding in during that day. And lo and behold, it did. I had not one, but three ideas. And I'm really excited about ways that I can help you, can serve you better, and can help impact your life in a positive way. That's always my intention. And because I was spending the day creating that headspace and doing something that felt good. When you have the headspace and you feel good, you can't even stop the ideas and the creativity coming in. And so that's when they come in with the most ease as well and they don't feel forced and they can come from that really beautiful place of how can I help people rather than from that really tight energy place of, ah, I need to grow my business, what can I do? Is this making sense? So can you see there how pleasure can actually so easily lead to profit? Because when you are pursuing pleasure, when you're regularly doing things that feel good, when you carve out time, it doesn't have to be every day or every week, even once a month, when you carve out time and space and you fill it with something that's pleasurable to you, yeah, you're going to get a hit of inspiration. You're going to feel creative. You're going to get that intuitive hit. Okay. The third way that pleasure leads to profit is that when you are regularly pursuing things that are pleasurable for you, then you are full of an inspiring and infectious energy. You can't not be. It makes you like magnetic and you do your best work. So like it's almost obvious when we say it, but so often we get caught up with the everyday, with the should do's, with the many, many things on the to do list that we don't make time for the pleasure and everything else feels hard. But when you are regularly, like I said, pursuing things that feel pleasurable to you, then of course you're more magnetic. So of course things like your messaging works with more ease. Of course, your sales conversations are easier. Of course, people are commenting on your live streams or replying to your emails because you have that inspiring and infectious energy of somebody who is lit up from within because you're doing things regularly that feel good to you, right? So it's like so obvious, but sometimes we need to remind ourselves of these things. Let me ask you this. Who would you rather have coach you or who would you rather have teach you yoga or who would you rather have make your website? Would it be the person who makes no time for pleasure in their life and is a little bit miserable? <laughs> or the person who is so lit up that they practically glow? Well, duh, of course it's the latter, right? <laughs> so you, of course, do your best work when you feel amazing. And so I'd love you to think about how do you feel amazing? Well, of course, it's by pursuing pleasure. And when you do your best work, well, your clients are really happy, your customers are really happy. And guess what? What do they do when they're really happy? They tell other people about you, or they buy more from you, or they work with you from longer. More profits. Can you see how there is this direct correlation? So 
How, one example of how this has panned out for me is with this podcast. So I get told all the time, which is lovely and I absolutely love to hear it, that I have this magnetic energy that I bring to this podcast. People say, oh, I just absolutely have to listen to it. Every time your episode drops, I'm listening straight away. I just find it really great and I just love your energy. Like I hear that, I just love your energy get reflected back to me again and again, which is amazing because that's totally my intention. And so I won't record this podcast unless I feel good. If I have planned to record a podcast and I'm feeling a bit off, my energy isn't feeling great, I will do one of two things. I will not do it and just wait until the next available time slot. And yes, sometimes that does mean that we get a little bit close to the wire with publish and it probably drives my team a little bit crazy on those occasions. But I would much rather record this when I'm feeling amazing because I know know that you feel it too, right? If I just turned up and was like, hey, today I'm going to talk about the pleasure and profit paradox, (laughs) that wouldn't be very much of a fun experience for either of us, right? I want you to feel like you're having fun listening and I want to be having fun while I'm recording it. So I will either just not do it or I will do something first to bring my energy levels back up and something that is pleasurable so that I bring that pleasure energy to what I'm doing, right? It just makes sense. I would love you to think about when you're creating your content, are you doing something that makes you feel good first so that you have that same magnetic energy and that same infectious enthusiasm to what you're doing. And so of course, my podcast, like I've spoken about before, is really helping my business and um, definitely driving profits. So can you see how when you follow pleasure, it leads to profit? Okay, I think I've labored that point enough. I've given you three examples there, but there are many more. So far, so good, right? But, and there is a but, isn't that annoying? We don't allow ourselves to pursue pleasure nearly often enough, do we? And this is why it's a paradox. Because the thing that we want from our businesses, what is it? More money. Yeah, I think we're probably all united in that. We want other things as well. We want fulfillment, of course. And we want to make an impact. We want to leave a legacy, all of those amazing things. But we definitely all want more money, right? We want to make more money from our businesses. And there's nothing wrong with that. Why? Well, because more money means more support, more money to invest, to grow. More money means we can buy ourselves more time and we can create even more experiences with our family, whether it's just spending that time that we've bought back uh, with them or enhancing those experiences and that time together with great food or travel or whatever is good for you. All of those things that we're seeking that money can buy for us, when we distill them down, what are we searching for? Feelings, right? What kind of feelings? pleasurable feelings. (laughs) So we want to make more money to experience more pleasure ultimately, not because the money sitting in the bank will necessarily do that, but by all those things that we just talked about that we can then afford to do. Okay, cool. But to get that more money, we must pursue pleasure first. And that is what we find hard. We tell ourselves all kinds of stories like spending time on me and things that bring me pleasure is selfish or if I just pursued pleasure, I could end up achieving nothing in my day (laughs) or money requires hard work. Like I just don't believe that if I just pursue pleasure, 
the prophets will follow. We have all these stories that just don't serve us and ultimately aren't true, but we're believing in them. And that's what makes the pursuit of pleasure hard for us. And therefore, it's harder for us to get the prophets. And I think as women, and even more so as mothers, we really lose touch with what we desire and what would make us feel good because we're so often caregivers and nurturers and we love helping other people and it's all about what we can do for other people and seeing other people around us happy. So because of that, some of us are just plain stumped about what pleasure might even look like, right? So we want money because it can buy us pleasure, yet the quickest and best path to the money and the profits is to start with pleasure. But we tell ourselves that we can't or shouldn't, or we just don't believe that that's true. So we keep ourselves from getting the very thing that we want. Can you see why this is a paradox? (laughs) So can we just think about that for a minute? That we want money because we know that the things that we would do with money would bring us pleasure. But to get that money, we need to pursue pleasure first, but we're not willing to do that. (laughs) Just let that sink in. It's crazy, right? But we will do it. So if you came to me and said, I want more money, and I ask you why, and you tell me all these great things, all these wonderful things that you're going to do with it, you'd buy a bigger house for your family to have more space, you'd go on more family holidays, you'd use some money for charitable work or to make some other kind of positive impact in some way. And I say to you, okay, so you want it for those things, those things are going to bring you pleasure, that's the essence of those and you say yes correct and I say okay go on then find pleasure now that's the key you just might not believe me (laughs) that's why I've made today's episode because I really want you to see the link between the two so that I can convince you to make more time for pleasure now because it is the key to getting the thing that you want (laughs) hard work does not have to be the key it isn't and also why would we want to make that the key and I know that it's so often we just sit there saying, but I just want a 12-step strategy to implement. Like, okay, I can give you that, but wouldn't it be much more fun to just pursue pleasure first and allow that to bring you the profits? (laughs) So I'm only saying all of this, by the way, because that's exactly where I was. Uh, But I started to notice a trend. When I feel great, I make more money. You can actually look at my Stripe account and the little graph that shows you the kind of peaks and troughs of money received um, over the months of the last 12 months. And you can tell how how I was feeling (laughs) based on whether it is up or slightly down. When I feel great, I help my clients get the best results. Obvious, right? When I feel great, I show up as the best mother I know how to be, the best wife I know how to be. So you get the drift. And this is something that I've been playing with personally. So since I've made this connection, I've been trying to lean into it more and more, and I'm getting better and better at it. And now I build pleasure into my every day, and I take at least one day off a month just to do something for me to feel good. Uh, just so that I can make sure that I am pursuing pleasure regularly. And since I've been doing that, my profits have been on the increase. My results bear witness to this truth, right? So my biggest cash month, you know this, was last month. And what was I doing? I was on holiday in France when half the money came in. Last year, when I was away having a grand time in France, I had my biggest cash month today. So the evidence is there. And all of the money that I make is made with this sense of ease at those times when I'm following pleasure first, right? So I work with clients I adore 
that's pleasurable to me, right? I do work that lights me up. I make time for myself and I spend that downtime doing things that are fuel for my soul. And because of all of this, because I'm pursuing that pleasure, the money is coming to me with much more ease. So I want this for you too. So let's talk about some practical actions that you can take. So what am I doing that you can do too? Start with pleasure every time. Every time you have to do anything with your business, start with pleasure. So start your business day with pleasure. Do something, anything that brings you genuine, soul-aligned pleasure before you do any work. I promise you, promise you that your day will go better. You'll be more productive. You'll make better decisions. You'll end it feeling better. You don't need to take three hours to do something at the beginning of the day. You could just start with something that was five minutes that felt really good and really like soul enriching for you and it will make a difference. The second thing is throughout the day, I want you to connect with what really brings you pleasure. The small details, like seek out and notice what feels good in the everyday things. Like the minor things, start there. So some of mine, just as examples to get you thinking are, when I go to the gym and I'm finished and I step outside of the gym and the gym is surrounded by trees and I always just pause and take a big deep breath of air and I always just feel really grounded, really happy because my probably because my body's full of the whatever it is, happy, feel good hormones from uh, being in the gym. And it's just that moment to kind of pause, feel good about that. I've just done something good for myself and health-wise, but also just standing there, breathing in the fresh air, seeing the trees. Like that to me is really pleasurable. Or <laughs> sound like such a twat here. But I really love dark chocolate, right? And I will have like a square of dark chocolate. And rather than just ch- chomp it down, swallow it, and move on, I give myself a few minutes in the in the middle of the day I always do this on a working day I'll go and have my square of dark chocolate but I'll just take a moment to really savor it and just be mindful in that moment and just really enjoy the pleasure of dark chocolate or another thing that I do on a daily basis is you know me I have to have my morning cup of tea right not myself until I've had my morning cup of tea and I always have it in one of my mum's handmade mugs shameless plug for my mother's pottery business <laughs> made by Pauli.com. Um and they just feel so delicious in your hand there's something so tactile about a mug that has been made by hand and there's this part of the handle that has this dip and I love just running my thumb in this through this dip as I pick up my mug like it's those sensory experiences that's just extra pleasurable like using my favorite mug enjoying the ritual of making the cup of tea like it's something that we can do really mindlessly or it's something that we can find real pleasure in if it's something that's pleasurable to us is this making sense so the second thing I want you to do is to go and find those opportunities to just really immerse yourself in the pleasure of the thing those mind things in life start with those little things and what you're doing there is when you start with those and start noticing this you're opening up your pleasure senses I have no science to back that up it's just something that feels like it's true for me um it's probably there probably is science there right I just don't have anything that I can quote there <laughs> it's based on a hunch um the third thing is keep a list keep a list of smaller things and bigger things that you love to do and that make you just feel really great because you know what you focus on expands so as you make that list now you might feel like you don't have time or can't do a lot of those things on the list a lot of the time but when you start focusing on building the list then you'll start naturally finding ways to weave more of those pleasurable things into the everyday 
And they don't need a purpose. Just remember that. They can just do the things that feel excellent, even if there's absolutely no outcome from them, right? For example, things that I love are yoga. I love reading fiction. I love taking a long bath in the middle of the afternoon. To me, that's like the epitome of luxurious because I still think about my old colleagues in the investment bank, hard at work in their, you know, big open plan office. And I'm just luxuriating in a bath at 2 p.m. Like, what's not to like about that? As you know, I love a spa day with my best friend or with my mum. I love a little solo trip to London to see friends or clients and to shop and to stay in a hotel room on my own. Like as a mum, that's quite a treat, right? And order room service breakfast for me. That's just a really pleasurable experience. So I have a big list and I never feel guilty about doing any of those things on the list. But for all those reasons that I described earlier, we get to show up as better versions of ourselves, right? The fourth thing is to remind yourself that life should be full of pleasure and fun. Okay, not every day is going to be marvelous or an absolute picnic, but what you focus on expands. So start injecting more pleasure into your life. Start allowing more in. Start welcoming more in. Find a way to get it into your psyche that life gets to be fun. Life gets to be pleasurable. So for me, uh, I mentioned on, I think it was the last episode that my daughter and I recently did new vision boards. And right in the middle of my vision board, I made some graphics with some text. And one of them says, I am a millionaire obviously, because I'm working on my millionaire mindset. But right next to it, I have got something that goes dot, 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 because it is fun. (laughs) I am only pursuing that goal because it feels fun to me. To me, that's the point. And when I start with that pleasure, the profits follow, right? And also, it just makes it fun along the way. So what's not to like? So find a way that you can be integrating that into your psyche. Do you want to set a reminder on your phone? Do you want to have a quote in your office or wherever you work that reminds you to follow what feels good? And the fifth thing is make some time for the things that bring you pleasure. So I don't want this to be another thing on your to-do list. I don't want this to be a stick that you beat yourself with. And I know that when you're feeling overwhelmed and frazzled it's easy to feel like yeah sure Corey I'll just spend the day at the spa genius suggestion I have absolutely zero time for that (laughs) but whenever a client has said that they don't have time to do something to me something that feels good I always ask what not 10 minutes you can't find 10 minutes in your day you can you can carve out 10 minutes in your day because if you can't you have really big problems (laughs) start small this doesn't have to be big start small start with something manageable but just really lean into that pleasurability factor and it can completely change your day. Okay, let's dive into today's dash of woo. If you're new around here, what the devil is a dash of woo? Well, it's a practical manifestation or mindset tip designed to take what we've been learning about today and just give it that extra oomph as you implement it into your life. Okay, I want today's dash of woo to address one of the things that will stop you from the pursuit of pleasure and, therefore, the profits that can follow. And it's this, a belief that it's somehow wrong or selfish to pursue pleasure, to spend time doing something that's just for you. Oh yeah, we get a bit of guilt around there, get some mama guilt going, don't we? We get some of that that worthiness piece pops up. I get it, I know it. So let's have an affirmation, shall we? I want you to say it with me out loud or in your head or journal it or write it on a post-it note or maybe even a hundred post-it notes, whatever works for you. Here we go. It is safe for me to pursue pleasure. When I feel good, I can show up as my best self. When I feel good, it has a positive impact on those around me. 
When I follow pleasure, the profits follow. Oh, so good, right? Amazing. So before I go, I must remind you to get your gorgeous self onto the waitlist for my hotly anticipated, not just hotly anticipated by me because I'm so excited about it, I've actually had a few people email me, tell me that they're so excited that I'm doing this money mindset course, Limitless Money. I promise you this is going to be a game changer. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash money to find out more. You will find out first as soon as I fling the virtual doors open and I'll reward you with some kind of discount or bonus because I'm just nice like that. And I'm sharing teeny tiny behind the scenes snippets to keep you in the loop too as I create and launch this course. And like I said, I promise this is going to be unlike anything else out there, it's going to fit you perfectly like a money mindset glove. (laughs) Don't really know if that works as an analogy, but hey, I'm going with it. Ultimately, I just want to help you make more money fast. I know how I can help you do that. That's what I'm channeling into this course. This is how I'm going to do that for you. So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash money. If you enjoyed today's show, you can find out more in the show notes in your podcast player, or you can head over to corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash pleasure and profit. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.